This entire season of Retronauts is fully funded by listeners like you thanks to Patreon. If you'd like to find out how you can help and get episodes a week in advance, head on over to patreon.com slash retronauts. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello there, friends, well-wishers, and even possible enemies. This is your friend Bob Mackey with another episode of Retronauts Micro. And in case you don't know what this is, Retronauts, well, we are a classic gaming podcast, and these micro-episodes are shorter episodes that are either me or Jeremy alone talking about a subject that probably won't, you know, support a 90-minute episode. As much as you would want it to, we're only human people. There's only so much we can do. So here we have another Konami-focused episode, and before you think that Jeremy and I are colluding to just cram Konami content down your throat, I decided to make this episode months ago, so I think this is all just a big coincidence, but it is kind of centered around the fact that, like I said a few episodes ago, Konami is not focusing on console games anymore. I'm guessing The Phantom Pain will probably be their last big console game before they move primarily to the mobile space, where there's nothing but money, rivers of milk and honey, and apps all around. And if you listen to Jeremy's last micro-episode, and I really recommend you do, uh, he did that entire episode about the Ultra Label, which was a sly way for Konami to publish extra games on the NES, because Nintendo had a strict rule, five games per year, we don't want to flood the market, we don't want the console market to crash again. So Konami developed the Ultra Label as a way to release lesser titles, although these lesser titles include things like Metal Gear, which eventually became a pretty big damn deal. So throughout their incredible legacy, I think one of the things Konami is known best for is their phenomenal music. And of course, as I say this, you're probably thinking, yeah, yeah, Castlevania, uh, Metal Gear, um, Life Force, uh, Gradius, things like that. But even their lesser known titles had extremely good music. Even the lowest of the low of the licenses had the same attention to detail packed into its music that even the biggest games from Konami had. And if you want to know what Konami music is most famous for, just think of those awesome, awesome synth drums. And you're going to be hearing a lot of that in this episode. That said, this episode of Retronauts Micro is going to be a sort of Konami B-side mixtape, where I will play the disc jockey, you will play the listener, and I will spin quite a few of Konami's lesser-known tracks. And while you might not have ever played the games they're from, they could easily fit in next to the greatest Konami compositions of all time. And our first track today comes from the Konami game Mission Impossible from 1990. And no, it's not based on the Tom Cruise vehicles that have uh, subtitles that sound like Splinter Cell games. This interpretation of Mission Impossible is actually based on the little-known short-lived revival series that ran from 1988 to 1990, which was a revival of the original Mission Impossible from the 60s. Now, the one thing everyone should know about Mission Impossible is that amazing theme song, that iconic theme song, and it is replicated perfectly through the NES's instrumentation, and I just love how this sounds. So listen for those great Konami drums, because you'll be hearing them a lot throughout this episode.
So our next selection is from the Konami game Ski or Die, a not-so-classic classic that I believe was a, a port of a computer game or something like that. And uh, this is not really known as a great Konami game, but I have some strangely fond memories of it. And for some reason, the shop music from this game is always running through my head at the weirdest times. And I would like to inflict that same pain on you. It's a real earworm and it's kind of repetitive, but it has that strange like Ninja Turtles overworld sound to it that I just find relentlessly catchy. And here it is. Our next song comes from a licensed game that I'm not sure many people know is a licensed game. In fact, I really didn't know until a few years ago. It's uh, it's Roller Games. And in case you didn't know what Roller Games is, it was an attempt to, I guess, legitimize the sport of roller derby for a national audience. It was televised, but unfortunately, I guess no one cared in 1989 because it was canceled by 1990. But fortunately, we got a Konami game out of the deal with some really great music. And what you're going to hear next is the boss battle again. Those drums kick some major ass. Coming up next, we have something from a game called The Adventures of Bayou Billy, and I think a lot of us from the NES generation know this game as being aggravizing as all hell. Aggravizing? Maybe it's even aggravating. That's how mad this game makes me. If you've never heard of Bayou Billy, it was undoubtedly inspired by Paul Hogan's Crocodile Dundee character. And if you've never heard of Crocodile Dundee, ask your parents and they'll probably say 
never speak of this again. That said, even though Bayou Billy was a bad but ambitious game, it featured the same great music that Konami was known for at the time. So you're going to hear what's called BGMA, which is just the general level music, and I find it extremely catchy. So here it is. Okay, I have to admit the the final song on our list here is kind of a cheat. It's from a Ninja Turtles game, and yes, Ninja Turtles have never not been popular, but still, it's one of the lesser Ninja Turtle games, so cut me some slack here. This song comes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, The Manhattan Project, and it's the music from level 2. And if you listen closely, again, yes, you'll hear those great Konami drums, but in almost every single Ninja Turtles song Konami ever wrote, you can hear that little Heroes in a Half Shell ditty worked into it in a new and interesting way, and it never gets old for some reason. I don't know why, but they're very inventive about sticking that little musical phrase in in some way. So please enjoy this music from The Manhattan Project. It's level two.
Well, that's the end of this episode of Retronauts Micro. I hope you enjoyed the music I've included and sprinkled throughout. And if you're thinking, hey, Bob, that's only five songs. Well, we could probably do several of these episodes just with Konami stuff. So maybe you'll see one in the future from me. So as usual, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Tumblr, and I think that's it as Retronauts. But just search for us. We're under everything as Retronauts, and you'll find us, and that's a great place to find out what we're doing next, where we're going next, live events, and, uh, you know, news about the show in general. And in case you didn't know, our show is fully funded by our greatest fans out there through Patreon. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com retronauts. Even as little as a dollar a month will help us stay in business as much as we are business, and it'll help us pay for the rent on our studio, uh, pay for our equipment, pay to have Jeremy flown out to record episodes with us, and so on. So if you can just give a little tiny bit, we'd really appreciate it. And if you can't, just spread the word or write us a review on iTunes. Five stars is always preferred. Well, that's all for me this week. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode of Retronauts. Take it easy, everyone.